So I want to have some fun this morning, and I thought we'd have some fun playing a little game. Um, are just curious, are there any fifth graders in this room? Fifth graders, so either coming out of fifth grade or going into fifth grade. We got some fifth graders. I should put my visor back on, then I'd be able to see you. Oh, yeah, we got some back there. We got some up here. Okay. So um, many of you may have seen this uh, show called uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Anybody seen that show? Um, I'll be honest and confess to you I've not seen the show because I don't want to find out the truth. Uh, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that most of you are smarter than a fifth grade, so I think we can have a little fun here. So if you're a fifth grader and you want to play the game, just raise your hand. Okay, we got, we got a couple hands. Okay, we got a few fifth grade people that want to play fifth grader. Okay, so uh, I'm not quite as smart as a fifth grader, so instead of reciting uh, the psalm that we're looking at this morning, uh, we're going to have a little girl recite it for us, and it's on a video. And so... Um, after that, uh, we'll play Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And we'll see if we can uh, have the fifth graders name where the psalm came from. So let's uh, take a look at this uh, little girl. Okay. The Lord is my shepherd. I'm looking at the camera while I'm doing the Bible. Okay, good. Why do you look at the camera? Oh, too? okay. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be a one. He makes me lay down in green branches. These knees tight, quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guards me a path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know it will bring your with Your rod and your staff they come from me. Surely, surely, prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now my head. You anoint my head with oil. Surely. My cup. My cup, okay. My cup overflows. Surely. Yes. Surely goodness will follow me all the days of my life. Surely goodness and love. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen to that. All right, where are my fifth graders? Where are my fifth graders? We got hands up. Okay, who wants to go first? Okay, we'll start over here. Okay, uh, what's your name? Lucas. Okay, Lucas. Can you name the number of what there, where that psalm came from? The number? Psalm 23. Psalm 23. He's smarter than a fifth grader. All right, good work. Okay, so Psalm 23. We're looking at this morning, and we're in a series on the Psalms. And what I love about the Psalms is, uh, as the the sermon series is entitled, Permission to Speak. And so what we find is uh, mostly written by David. David is having full permission to speak and share with God what is on his heart. And so this morning we're going to find out uh, what was on his heart as he wrote Psalm 23. And so, uh, three questions I'm going to pose to you this morning, and these are questions for you to think about, for you to pray about, for you to discern the answers for yourself. And as I ask these questions, I want you to come up with the answer for yourself. I don't want you to uh, nudge your spouse or whoever's sitting next to you, like, you got to listen to this, um, but I want you to this to be a conversation between you and God, because that's what the Psalms are. They are a conversation between uh, the person who wrote the Psalms 
and God Almighty. And so, as I ask these three questions, this is about between you and God. It's not between you and your spouse or you and your kids. It's between you and God, okay? Okay. So the first question is this. Who is your shepherd? Who is your shepherd? And if you don't like that question, if you don't like it's how it's worded, you can ask the question a different way. Who is your leader? Uh, who is your leader? Third way to ask the question is, who do you follow? Who do you follow in life? We follow all kinds of different people. I mean, we follow our supervisors. We follow our bosses. We follow our spouses. Sometimes we follow our kids. I was working with my dad uh, just yesterday, and some of the things uh, we do together, like he asked me for input on, and most of the things I ask for his input on. I follow my dad because he's older, wiser, and some would say he's better looking than me. So who's your shepherd? Who do you follow? And um, who's your leader? So that's the first question. The second question we're going to look at this morning is when you go through the valley, the little girl uh, talked about um, walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And no matter who you are, it's just a matter of time. I think it was uh, it, it was Jesus who said in uh, John chapter 16, verse 33, it's not a matter of if you're going to go through the valley, it's a matter of when you go through the valley. So the second question is this. When you go through that valley, when it feels like there's darkness all around, who is in that valley with you? And I'm going to suggest that you have three names there. Who are the top three people that when life gets so hard and so intense that you just need them by your side, who are those three people? And I would suggest that if you're taking notes, that you would write them down. Many of you already know who those three people are. One, two, three. Who are those people when life gets so intense that they're the first person you call? Uh, their door is the first door you knock on. Who are the people with you in the valley? And then the final question is going to be this. How optimistic of a person are you? How optimistic person are you? And again, if you're taking notes, I would say write a percentage down. If you want to write a percentage now, right now, off the off the cuff, like just write it down. Like I'm uh, optimistic uh, 75% of the time. I'm optimistic, well, I'm pretty much a pessimist, so uh, 5% of the time. Just be honest with yourself because, again, this is between you and God. This is not going to be graded. I tried to give the Bartlett boys a pop quiz out there, and they said, oh, no, don't want a pop quiz. It's okay. It's all good. So just between you and God, how optimistic of a person are you? So we're in Psalm 23, and do we have another fifth grader? Where's our fifth graders? I had, I saw a hand up over there. Do you want to play now, fifth grader? Do you want to play now? Okay. Do we want to play or not? Okay, no. Any fifth grader want to play? Oh, we got a fifth grader over here. Okay, what's your name over here? I'm sorry. Baylor. Baylor. Okay, Baylor. Okay, Baylor, did you watch that video of that little girl? You did watch it? Okay, can you tell me the name of that little girl's shepherd? Yeah, phone a friend, that's okay. Okay, do we have a consensus over there? The name of the little girl's shepherd. Anybody in the room want to name the little girl's shepherd? The Lord. Anyone can... Anyone name the Lord specifically? 
Okay, we got a God. Can we be more specific than God? Oh, we got a smart fifth grader over here. Jesus, thank you. Do you want to come up here and finish the message? No, okay. So Jesus. So we're in Psalm 23, if you haven't figured that out, right? And uh, this is what David says. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So very clear for us who David's shepherd is. The little girl quoted it. I just read it for you. And uh, Ryan said, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. And here um, David says, it's the Lord, capital L. And it's right here in the beginning that we begin to see how optimistic David is. Uh, David is writing this, and I think it's in the context of him reflecting on his time with David and Goliath. And he's um, saying that uh, the Lord is his shepherd. And it's interesting what he says here. He trusts the Lord so much that he allows the Lord to make him lie down in green pastures. He makes him lie down in green pastures. He has so much trust, so much faith in his God, in the Lord, that he will just lay down wherever the Lord tells him to lay down. And it's interesting when we read this, because uh, many of us have read this. This is a very uh, popular psalm. I was trying to reflect as I prepared for this message of how many funerals I've been to that had not used Psalm 23. And I could not think of any funeral I'd ever been to that Psalm 23 was not read. It's a popular psalm, and it says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. And so uh, picture in your mind, if you're smarter than a fifth grader, picture in your mind what you think green pastures looks like. And once you have your picture in your mind, raise your hand if you want to. Uh, picture of green pastures in your mind. Uh, anyone have a picture of a green pasture? We got, okay, we got a, a fifth grader over here. Okay, good. Uh, green pastures. I went for a run a couple weeks ago, and it was actually the day before I gave this message in Grundy, and I'm running, and I run up by the Baptist Church in Grundy Center. And I come up around their parking lot, and just as I come up over the hill into their parking lot, I see green pastures. They have about an acre of grass in their backyard, and it's just beautiful green. And then across the street was this probably a 50-acre sea of corn, and it was beautiful and green. And I was thinking, like, that is green pastures if I've ever saw it. And so I actually ran to the middle of the grass, and I said, he makes me lie down. And so I just laid down just for fun, and I said, he makes me lie down. And then uh, I was talking with some friends uh, not too long ago, Stephen and Olga Schaffer. They're actually the new pastors at, actually, they've been there for a year now at Stout Reform Church, and they co-pastor together, and they actually just got back from Israel not too long ago. And they were showing me some pictures of what uh, they believe and their guide, uh, Ray Vanderland, uh, believes that uh, were the very pastures that David is talking about here. And so we have a picture of a green pasture. So let's take a look at this pasture and see if it, uh, does that any way relate to the picture of green pastures that you had in your mind? Anybody? 
Anybody have that in their mind as a green pasture? Uh, it's interesting because you would think that that's not very green because it's the camera and the projectors, but I assure you we have some awesome projectors and you don't see very much green there because there is not very much green. And so when David writes about uh, laying down in green pastures, this is what he's talking about. The next picture is actually a picture of the grass that grows there. Uh, very little green in that pasture. And to David, it doesn't matter what pasture he's in because he's following the Lord and he will lay down for the Lord anytime, any place, no matter the circumstances. He's not going to ask the question. My dad was in the military and so sometimes he would remind me as I was growing up that when uh, the captain says jump, you say, how high, sir? And here David is saying, if the Lord says jump, he says, how high, sir? If the Lord says lay down, you say, yes, sir, and you lay down. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters and he restores my soul. Visited with a gal this morning, the gas station. She has chronic pain. She said, 24-7 pain. And I said, is there any time ever that you have relief from your pain? I said, like if you lay down, do you have relief from your pain? She said, yeah. When I lay just right, the pain is almost all gone. And some of us experience pain in life. And if we lay down, uh, God can take care of our pain. So who's your shepherd? Who do you follow? Uh, who's your leader? David, it's very clear. That little girl, it's very clear. Do we want to play smarter than a fifth grader or should we move on? Smarter than a fifth grader or should we move on? Oh, smarter than a fifth grader. Okay. Um, anyone want to guess who my shepherd is? Anyone? Okay, we got a smart fifth grader over here. Jesus. Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. All right, so the next question is this. Uh, who are uh, shepherds number two and three in my life? Now it's getting a little bit more difficult. Uh, who's smarter than a fifth grader now? Who's smarter than a fifth grader now? Number two. Who can name my number two shepherd in my life? There is somebody smarter than a fifth grader. Go. Say that again. My wife. You are brilliant. I don't know your name, but you are brilliant. So my wife is number two. Who can name the number three shepherd in my life? Smarter than a fifth grader. Who is it? Who is it? I can't see. Anybody? I named him already. Say it again. My dad. My dad, Ken, is my third shepherd. So this leads right into the second question. Who are your top three shepherds? Who, when life gets so tough, is right there in the valley with you. So here David says in verse 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why will he not fear evil? Why will we, why will he maintain this optimistic presence in his life and this optimistic attitude? Uh, because he is with him. The Lord, his shepherd, is with him. His rod and his staff comforts him. No matter what the circumstances, good or bad, the rod and the staff of his Lord and his shepherd uh, comfort him. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, I have not arrived yet at being a man after God's own heart. Uh, One of my favorite pastors in all of the world, I prayed for him one day. 
And I said, uh, one of the reasons I love you so much is because you are a man after God's own heart. And here, I mentioned before, I believe David is reflecting on his time with David and Goliath. And many of you know uh, the story of David and Goliath. Here, uh, David, no one else in the Israel, Israelite army is going to fight uh, Goliath. And so uh, David, a little boy in all comparisons, says, I will fight Goliath. I will walk right into that valley and I will slay that giant. And he walks with such confidence, even though he's in the valley of the shadow of death. And no one else would even think about going up against Goliath because they knew what would happen. Goliath would tear them to pieces. But David didn't care about Goliath. I'm wearing a shirt, uh, my undershirt this morning says, uh, basically have confidence because uh, the Lord is with you wherever you go. And that's the confidence that David walked right up to Goliath, marched right up to him. He kept his distance like a 10-foot pole, just distance enough so he could sling his slingshot and he could uh, knock Goliath down with one smooth stone. So he has no fear because God is with them. Now, again, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm not uh, there yet where I can just go anywhere, anytime uh, with the Lord only as my shepherd. For me, I'm pretty much human yet. And so I need people in my life that I can turn to, that I can call on. And of course, I go to the Lord in prayer first, but then I almost always turn to my wife. I talk to her two, three times a day. When I'm struggling, I just sometimes call her up and she says what's wrong. And sometimes I can't even spit it out of my mouth what's wrong. And she'll just sit there on the phone with me. It was a couple of weeks ago. I was going through a rough time. Uh, Jennifer was busy doing stuff and she didn't answer the phone. And so I called my dad and he answered and he says, what are you doing? I said, I'm on my way to your house. He says, what's up? I'll tell you when I get there. And I got there and I just sat there. And I didn't have the words to say, and I didn't need to say them. My dad knew. And he just sat there with me. Uh, he's a shepherd that I need in my life. And the question for you is, this morning, who goes with you when you enter the valley of the shadow of death? Third question. Fifth grader. We got any fifth graders out there? Fifth graders, Anyone? Anyone? Okay, we got one over here. What's the third question, sweetie? Okay, phone a friend. How optimistic are you? How optimistic are you? Let's see how optimistic David was here. David is so optimistic that he says in verse 5, The Lord prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil and my cup, it overflows. I love the question, is your cup half empty or is it half full? Because the answer is it overflows, David says. It overflows and then he gets going and he says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Where's our fifth graders? One more fifth grader. Let's do one more fifth grader. Come on. One more. Okay, I'll just have to say it. How optimistic is David? Someone want to give a a percentage on how optimistic David is? Go ahead. Very? Okay. Can we get more specific? I didn't hear it. 100%. Thank you very much. 
100% optimistic. And he's 100% optimistic because why? Because he has a shepherd who is sovereign over all things. Psalm 50 verse 1 says, The Mighty One, God the Lord, summons the earth from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. And David has a 100% optimistic attitude in life and in death because he puts his total faith and assurance in the Mighty One, God the Lord. I don't know how many of you have signed up for the summit. I won't ask, but if you have not signed up, you need to sign up for the Global Leadership Summit. I stopped this morning outside of Dave's office to read the little thing he has has plastered right there on his door. If you haven't read it yet, walk down there and read it. It's a quote from the Leadership Summit a couple years ago. Condoleezza Rice says, The most important attribute of a leader is irresistible optimism. Irresistible Optimism. How optimistic of a person are you? I'm working towards 100%. What percent are you at these days? David is 100%. How about you? So I'm going to close this morning uh, with uh, how I close every one of my days these days. I picked up this book. It's called Centering Prayers. And if you want a copy, I encourage you to go on to uh, Amazon or your favorite uh, book distributor and get this book. It's called Centering Prayers by Peter Traben Haas. And he is the senior pastor at Westminster Presbyterian Church. And uh, I read it every day and almost uh, three times a day, every day, morning, noon, and night. And so, like any other day, I woke up this morning, I opened it up to July 27th, and this is what it said. Fear not the shadows of the future. You who birth the future. In your promises, I am instructed to fear not the shadows of the future, but to listen for your voice through the valleys of darkness. Show me the path to life and the way to fullness and to joy. Remind me in prayer that your word casts no shadows, for it is the light of the world, which includes me. The band's going to come up. I'm going to pray, and you can reflect further on who your shepherd is, who's with you in the valley, and how optimistic are you these days. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, my heart's desire is to be called a man after your own heart. And I firmly believe that every single person in this room would have that same prayer. And so we lift up our prayers to you. And we're just going to pray through the psalm that David wrote today, Psalm 23. We're going to pray it through together. It's on the screens there if you want to follow along. If you want to say it, you can say it as a prayer to God. And just reminding yourself what the truth in life and death is. Uh, let's just pray this psalm together. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of darkness... I will fear no evil, for your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup, it overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.